This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We've got a very good show for you today. Forgiveness is something that has to be earned. It's like that line in Shawshank Redemption. Get rich or die trying. So let's open the water gates. If the American people knew half of what I do, they wouldn't have much to approve of. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, April 22nd through Sunday, April 24th. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Leave it to Stephen Colbert to find a comedic silver lining after testing positive for COVID-19 and having to postpone his show. At least he gets to avoid interviewing his friend-slash-nemesis, Jason Bateman. The Late Show host confirmed he would have to miss a few episodes after the show's Twitter account announced that Thursday's episode would be canceled and the show would not return with the new one until May 2nd. Colbert responded on Twitter, quote, Yep, I tested positive for COVID, but basically I'm feeling fine. Grateful to be vaxxed and boosted. Thank you for all the well wishes. This just proves that I will do anything to avoid interviewing Jason Bateman. Nearly a decade after The Simpsons retired the character of Mrs. Crabapple in the wake of Marsha Wallace's death in 2013, the long-running animated Fox comedy has officially found a permanent replacement voiced by none other than Kerry Washington. The beloved Scandal and Little Fires Everywhere alum has joined the show's cast in a recurring role as Rachelle Payton, Bart's very thoughtful, highly capable, and rather unfiltered fourth-grade teacher. Here's a preview of her first appearance in this Sunday's episode. These self-portraits are going to help me get to know you better. This way, I get to see you the way you see you. Wow, classic compulsive overachiever. Relax, this isn't being graded. I mean, A+. <sighs> oh, this is me beating up Santa until he's my dad. Ah, okay, violent, but... He cares about holidays and family. I can work with this. That's a lot of glue. How is that part of your self-portrait? Uh, um, because, you know, uh, my, my face always has glue on it. Oh, really? Yeah, see? I am blue face. I have slept for a thousand years. Oh! Ow. That did not hurt. Take me to your principal. I oh! Blue face want door. Blue face needs restroom. What the hell is wrong with this kid? Love that internal dialogue there. Well, in the episode, Bart recognizes Miss Peyton from somewhere, and according to co-executive producer Carol Omine, quote, has complicated feelings. She is really good at figuring out what the kids need, but she can't really figure out what his problem is until he finally comes clean. A new record has been set in the streaming wars. Now that CNN's parent company, Warner Media, has merged with Discovery to create Warner Bros. Discovery, the new management team of the cable news giant has officially axed the streaming platform CNN Plus just a few weeks after it launched. 
Until now, the chief example of a failed streaming platform had been Quibi, which launched in spring 2020 in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic and shut down six months later, selling its content library to Roku for a fraction of the cost. But CNN Plus, which hosted programs from anchors including Wolf Blitzer, Anderson Cooper, and Jake Tapper, will only have lasted a month when all is said and done. The service will come to an end April 30th. And Robert Morse, the beloved Tony and Emmy-winning actor who memorably played Sterling Cooper Advertising Agency founder Bertram Cooper across seven seasons of the AMC drama Mad Men, died Wednesday. He was 90. Morse's turn as Cooper earned him five Emmy nominations between 2008 and 2014. He previously won his first and only Emmy for the American Playhouse presentation of his stage performance as Truman Capote in Jay Presson. Allen's 1989 work, True. After delivering notable performances on stage, including his first Tony-nominated role in The Matchmaker, and on TV, including on two episodes of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, Morse won his first Tony Award for his work in the 1961 musical How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Morse's final screen credit was a voice role as Santa Claus on several episodes of the beloved animated series Teen Titans, the last of which aired in 2021. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, it is now time to sell you on our top five picks, starting with number five, Selling Sunset. The brokers of the Oppenheim Group are back for their fifth season as the Netflix reality series returns for more adventures in the high-end L.A. real estate market. The new season sees Chriselle Staus happily dating her boss, Jason Oppenheim, much to the chagrin of some of her fellow agents, while the realtors continue to compete for dominance at the brokerage. New agent Chelsea Lascani is also joining the fun this season, forming an alliance with Christine that might change everything. This is going to be another season of mind-blowing mansions, shocking drama, and explosive twists. Here's a preview. For now, I feel like things are going really well. I would love it if Chriselle and Jason got married. I just don't want Jason to hurt her, though. Where are you guys on babies? It is risky when you're in an office and you're obviously dating your boss. I was wondering why I wasn't getting listings when I was like, oh yeah, it's because I'm not f***ing my boss. That is rich coming from her. <laughs> you know what? I am f***ing the boss. Hi. Hi, Chelsea Lascani. Chelsea, Christine, nice to, nice meet, to meet, you. meet you. I always get what I want. <laughs> I just love this view. And I just love looking down on people. The little people. Hi, Hi peasants! peasants. <laughs> In my new position as a manager, I need to figure out how to get everybody on a clean slate. If you want to be part of the brokerage, you need to stop disrespecting the other agents. I have never once instigated a situation. Well, we might beg to differ on that one. All of us peasants can get a new look into the world of Selling Sunset on Netflix, where all episodes of Season 5 are streaming now. Let's rev things up for this weekend's number four pick, the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Season 14 is speeding toward the finish line, and after the longest drag race competition in history, not four, but five queens are left vying for the crown. Angeria Paris Van Michaels, Bosco. 
Diabetti, Lady Camden, and Willow Pill. The finale will really put the show in showdown as the queens lip-sync for their lives, but we'll let Mama Roo explain in this exclusive clip from the finale. Welcome to the grand finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, we are coming to you from the stage of RuPaul's Drag Race live, and after two years, it feels so good to be performing in front of a live audience. And for the first time in drag history, we've got ourselves a final five, ladies and gentlemen. Yes! Tonight, it's gonna be a showgirl showdown as each of our finalists perform a show-stopping solo number inspired by their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And in the end, the two queens that impress me the most will go head-to-head and toe-to-toe in a final lip-sync for the crown. Racers, start your engines. Ugh, so many questions. What could those sirens mean? What looks will the queens model in the finale? And most pressingly, who will win? Per EW's drag race expert Joey Nolfi, Camden and Willow are running neck and neck for the win, but we're going to give the edge to Willow, who plays the game like a seasoned master in ways the show hasn't seen before. But with only one challenge win under her belt, will she be able to come out on top in the finale? You can check out Joey's full breakdown of the final five over at EW.com, and you can see who is ultimately crowned the winner on the Drag Race season finale, kicking off tonight at 8 on VH1. The popular YouTuber duo Rhett and Link are taking their act to Food Network as the hosts of the new series Inside Eats with Rhett and Link. The show will follow the pair into the secret test kitchens and research and development centers of some of America's biggest food makers, meeting the people who create everything Americans love to eat. You can catch that premiere Sunday at 10.30 p.m. on Food Network. But if you're in search of something else on the menu, we recently asked Rhett and Link, what you watching? Hey, we're Rhett and Link from Inside Eats on Food Network and Discovery Plus, and this is what we're watching. I am watching Winning Time about the Showtime Lakers uh, on HBO. I love this show. Not just because I like basketball and I like basketball history and that kind of thing and sports history, but the way that it's done, the whole thing is shot on film, it's done in this really stylistic way that makes it seem really authentic to the era. And also, I'm finding out all these things that I just know about NBA basketball or seem, they're just a part of the way the NBA does things that the Lakers started in the 80s. Okay, I'm also on HBO Max watching Our Flag Means Death a hilarious pirate adventure that the more episodes you watch, the better it gets, starring Taika Waititi as Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Really amazing. I'm also voraciously consuming uh, the Kardashians, which uh, oh wow, don't tell anybody I told you that, on Hulu. Uh, and of course, I'm always watching Survivor with the fam. So that's what we're watching, and we would love for you to watch Inside Eats with Rhett and Link every Sunday night at 10.30 on Food Network also available on Discovery Plus. 
Not gonna lie, our hearts are really beating for our number three pick, the new Netflix series, Heartstopper. Based on Alice Oseman's webcomic and graphic novel, the show tells the story of Charlie, a gentle teenager who meets and soon falls for a rugby-loving boy named Nick at secondary school. The only problem? Nick is apparently straight. But as their unlikely friendship grows, Charlie, Nick, and their circle of friends will navigate the ever-relatable journey of self-discovery and acceptance as they learn to embrace their most authentic selves. Here's a preview. Hi. Hi. Nick Nelson. He is the star player on the rugby team. We are a trio of borderline outcasts. He's different. Hey. Literally just another silly crush. It's not a crush. Hi. 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 Come on. Dream guy. I don't know. Just someone I can have a laugh with. He's the straightest person I have ever seen. Thank you. How do I stop liking someone? Specifically a straight guy. Uh, the question for the ages. I had something I wanted to ask you. Do you want to go out with me? Do you want to join the rugby team? What? Well, self-acceptance usually takes practice, although not usually rugby practice. Fans of the Heartstopper comics should be in for a treat with this series, as Alice Osman wrote all eight episodes herself. And you can see how it turned out right now. All of those episodes are currently streaming on Netflix. It's trivia time! Julia Roberts is starring in a new series about Watergate. More on that soon. But first, a trivia question about the Oscar-winning actress. At one point during its development, Roberts was going to star in which movie before Gwyneth Paltrow ended up in the role? The talented Mr. Ripley, Emma, or Shakespeare in Love? Stick around for that answer, along with our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to Watch, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. For our soundbite of the week, we naturally had to pay tribute to Blackish, which said goodbye this week with an emotional series finale. The Johnsons, spoiler alert, ultimately decided to sell their house and leave Sherman Oaks for a black neighborhood in Los Angeles, which led to a great exchange between Dre and Bo. Babe, life is too short to not go after what you really want. I agree. So? I think we should listen to four-time Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles. Simone Biles? Mm-hmm. She came up to my work today and she told me to blow up my life. No. Yes, she did. So, 
What's your heart telling you to do? I think we should blow this bitch up. Boom! That's my girl! Yes! <laughs> hey, when Simone Biles speaks, you gotta listen. If you missed the Blackish series finale, you can currently stream it along with the rest of the series on Hulu. Time for our scandalous number two pick for the weekend, the series premiere of Gaslit. Julia Roberts and Sean Penn lead a stacked ensemble cast in this reframed take on the Watergate scandal based on the hit Slow Burn podcast. The series shines a light on the lesser-known players in the downfall of President Richard Nixon, from his bungling, ambitious aides to the forgotten whistleblowers who helped, or at least tried to help, expose the operation. Now, Roberts plays Martha Mitchell, the outspoken wife of longtime Nixon crony John Mitchell, played by Penn under a heap of prosthetic makeup. When she learns of the Watergate break-in that her husband helped orchestrate, the choices Martha makes will put her reputation and her marriage on the line. Here is a bit of the series trailer. Mitchell. I've had some disturbing news, sir. Operation Watergate. Uh, security guards busted wide open. The next 48 hours are going to be crucial. I don't know how to put this on. We're wondering about your wife. Y'all gonna just stand around or you wanna ask me some questions? You worked for Martha Mitchell's husband? Yeah. She's completely insane. Loud mouth. She's a truth teller. Unreliable. I love her. I told you, no more interviews. It's a ladies' magazine. I will say how I feel. And if that gets me banned off Air Force One, I will fly commercial. So you were banned from Air Force One? <laughs> You're good. Well, there are many other characters at play in the story Gaslit is telling, including ambitious White House lawyer John Dean and his wife Mo, played by Dan Stevens and Betty Gilpin. But Martha is at the heart of it, leading viewers to reconsider what they think they know about Watergate. EW recently spoke with Julia Roberts about how the show reframes this iconic period in American history. You know, there's a great podcast that I listen to called you're wrong about. And, and it's so great because it takes these stories that we're so sure we know all these things about and says, well, actually um, you're wrong about all these things. And so it, it's a great lesson in all the things that we think that we know that we don't. And Watergate is a great example of, you know, anyone who is born from 1960 to 1990 thinks they know everything there is to know about Watergate. And just to be able to say, well, hold on a minute, because there's this critical piece of the puzzle that, um, that you really don't understand at all. And it also really creates a sort of a paradigm shift with the way that you see all the characters in Watergate, the ones that you do know more about you know, it kind of has this domino effect on on the whole story. So you could call the show You're Wrong About Watergate or maybe to use EW parlance, Untold Stories, Watergate edition. But whatever you want to call it, Gaslit premieres this Sunday at 8 p.m. on Stars. And now on to our killer number one pick. 
It's the season premiere of Barry. After an almost three-year hiatus due to the pandemic, the acclaimed HBO comedy series is finally back. Bill Hader stars as Barry, a depressed assassin and hitman who found meaning in life through acting classes put on by Henry Weekler's Gene Cousineau. But this season, Barry has to deal with the inevitable repercussions of his actions, mainly how he murdered Janice, Gene's girlfriend. After a whole season of soul-searching and clue-following, Gene now knows Barry is the killer and grapples with what to do with this crushing information. Also, Barry's violent rampage from the season two finale will surely come back to bite him. Here's a preview. We've both done terrible things in our lives, but everybody deserves a second chance. I believe that you can be the version of yourself that you want to be. I need a purpose. Forgiveness is something that has to be earned. It's like that line in Shawshank Redemption. Get rich or die trying. If I don't do this, I don't live. I have to do this to live. When I met Mr. Cousineau, I was a lost soul. He didn't just teach me how to be a better actor. Taught me how to be a human being. He saved my life. You look good. So do you. Well, the pressure is really on this season, and not just for Barry and Gene, with Sally's acting career taken off and NoHo Hank's criminal career most likely in limbo. Catch the season premiere of Barry tonight at 10 on HBO or stream it on HBO Max. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. At one point during its development, Julia Roberts was going to star in which movie before Gwyneth Paltrow ended up in the role? The talented Mr. Ripley, Emma, or Shakespeare in Love? Uh, to be or not to be Viola, that is really the question. The answer is Shakespeare in Love. Paltrow told Variety in a 2019 feature that the movie had many iterations and that Roberts, quote, was going to do it for a long time and then that version fell apart. Once the movie landed at Miramax, Paltrow was the first person they asked, and even then she originally turned it down because she was going through a, quote, terrible breakup at the time with Brad Pitt. But as we know, it all worked out and she won the Oscar for her performance in 1999. That is our show for this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you next week, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.